0: This is The Beige and the Bold, and this week we are watching the outrageous Akona. I'm Van Velding, and uh, I've been cringing at this since I was capable of cringing. I'm Derek, and this is my first time cringing? Really? Not cringing. Okay. This episode is reviled, sir. (laughs) You're required to revile Mm -hmm. it. Okay, understood. I forgot. I'm I'm being introduced into the, (laughs) (laughs) the society here. In three, two, one engage. I was ready to defend this episode. I was ready to be the guy who liked this episode against all odds and, and Derek was going to be this is stupid and and the, the B plot's stupid and the C plot's stupid and the A plot's stupid and I don't even know which plot's which plot. So I mean, what's our A plot here, Derek? <laughs> um, I don't, yeah, no, that is a fantastic question. I don't know
1: if there is one, Um. I, I would say maybe the need for uh, Worf to, or, or the captain, have some sort of controls for like the comms that isn't Worf like clicking buttons.
0: <laughs> that could be the a plot. Being any of the level plot. That's yeah. what Worf, that's Worf's job. He has he has one job. It's stupid, but that's what he does.
1: No, no, he th- that is a waste of his talents. <laughs>
0: and having him phone people i mean he's he's you talk to Worf, and Worf is all serious and kind of cleany with barely restrained aggression and the picard's like oh yes oh yes it's very good to see you you're like oh wow it's picard it's great <laughs> you know he's prepping people he's priming them
1: I do, he doing? I do i do oh so like you can you can accept picard easier i mean picard's easy to accept yeah, well, yeah, because you always talk to Worf first. <laughs> okay, I'll will give you that. You know, Worf does kind of
0: like rrr, 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 I'm gonna get you. Rrr. Yeah. So, we want this character to be as unassuming as possible. So, here we're gonna go. Yeah, butts. But the- <laughs> I think maybe someone read that women like butts and they thought this would just work. And no, it's, that's it's,
1: that's definitely Sir Mix a Lot. That's what you're thinking.
0: Um, Sir Mix a Lot hasn't happened yet. It's, he, a it's a pre-Mix-a-Lot um, world. It's <laughs> a pre
1: mix a Shut your tongue. Butts... Mi- Mix-a-Lot an with angle for butts,
0: okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, as that angle approaches zero from the central axis, it becomes less appealing. <laughs> uh-huh. As it approaches 90 degrees, more appealing. That's how this works. Okay. Well... Butts, butts are better in profile. Yeah, no, that, that's fair. Oh, here's, here's I like, Anna Troy yeah. doing yeah. that thing oh, where she man. tells us about I a was, character. Uh, I was so mad. Like,
1: <laughs> like what the <laughs> hell? Like... You're not even going to ask him if he's lying? Like, okay, everyone knows he's a rogue. We don't need Data's stupid crap. We don't need Deanna's stupid trap. But, you know, if I was a captain, what would I want to know? Is he on the up and up? Is this an elaborate trap? You know, that kind of thing. But no, please, Deanna Troy, recapitulate
0: everything we already know. It's the 1059 Betazoid Express train to letting us know who this character is. (laughs) Get on board, Derek. Get off.
1: Yeah, it's... uh... Um, you know the one thing I was surprised by this episode is, is is Riker didn't have a problem with this dude because he's basically Riker Wait, Riker do you not without with the sexual tension
0: between these two I feel so much sexual tension between full beard and half beard <laughs> he's like why don't you why don't you pick a lane man either grow the thing or shave it off I see you've chosen the unkempt goatee I see yeah old choice oh, not pa- the one pairing Will with Riker a mullet with. oh how avant-garde yeah um, so um you yeah, know it's uh we're starting off early it's gonna be a light episode um, yeah us. no I'll give you that a light episode uh,
1: for sure. you love light episodes is that what I heard? No I said God help us <laughs> um, I mean at the very least what we get here is a little bit of characterization like we kind of get an, a, a more I know we've seen cargo freighters before. Um, and this guy's more or less kind of fitting in with that visual style.
0: I don't know if we've seen cargo freighters before. I thought we've seen like a, there, a Klingon something or whatever. Uh, there was Captain Hairspray in <laughs> Angel One. Yeah. To get his ship blew up or whatever. Uh, there was Harry Mud, who his ship blew up and he was transporting people. Yeah. Um, Good there was the Antares, they were butts. Honestly. But they were sort of merchant marine. Uh,
1: all right well then maybe we haven't um and so it's nice uh i i i have a soft spot in my heart for space cargo freighters um it just seems like a good honest living in the space world
0: fair enough
1: here here i am i have a whole bunch of space i will sell it to you
0: for things and bring those things from a to b bam yeah one. one of the first games i ever played online was a space trading game oh neat it was all text. So Nerd. You would just sell your ship around and buy commodities and sell them and make a circuit and pay for fuel and stuff. It was cool. Yeah, that, that's actually sound
1: cool. Why isn't there like a real a real game like that? There should be. It's it's called
0: um, uh, Spreadsheets Online. Eve uh, <laughs> Online? Yes. Um, it's weird that I knew a... that. <laughs> so... It's it's a popular game. It's got its own economy. That's why it's so notable.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. It's just it's also uh,
0: very dull. <laughs> I, I would not know. <laughs> I've played. Uh, played. Well, they simulated you know real life. I think well enough that it actually ends up being dull, and people just have jobs. Yeah. So a good argument for not doing that in video games. <laughs> so why the hell is Wesley going?
1: <laughs> and like, did they Experience. just set it on? autopilot Oh, okay he's like hey listen show up I like how they like you saw how they started with her by the way yeah yeah I knew I recognized her you saw they started at her boobs and then just like panned out I guess
0: we don't we don't take note when we look at O'Brien's boobs so you know maybe they do that for all the transporter operators yeah Yeah, he has a weapon for some reason Um, I like he's a rogue what rogue is unarmed this is Worf's most competent moment, I think, as chief of security. Oh, no. Oh, really?
1: <laughs> Don't make it this. <laughs> There's a knife back there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of so. expected that thing he's carrying to also be like considered a weapon. But I didn't realize that he was bringing the part aboard. I thought they were going to go on his ship
0: and fix yeah. everything. A uh, bottle episode with a couple of sets. Um. So, do you not feel the sexual tension? Um, he, he just wants to watch. Man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's hands on,
0: as he said, in a very lingering fashion. It was written by a guy named Burton Armis, which I really thought was like a Star Trek referential pseudonym uh-huh. for not having to take credit for this episode. But Burton Armis is a real person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Aww, he, oh, look how cute it is. He did the double name thing. Oh, he's so charming. Yeah, it's good. And it humanizes Wesley a bit. Yeah, I do like how it humanizes Wesley. Um, this really is pretty cringeworthy for sure. Because she even recognizes that he's coming on to her. And he says, well, no, it doesn't matter what I say. It's how I say it. And like, that's really frustrating. And then on top of that, he still gets her. And, oh, <laughs> I don't, that that's, bo- bothers me.
0: It bothers I mean... me how like gullible these women are. It's unpretentious. She does this of her own free will. She can kick back. And they are attracted to each other. There's no shame in that. No, no, no. You yes, don't, well, you're you not that attracted that much yes. to a
1: person that you've just seen in like less than five minutes. Like that's yeah. not, that doesn't happen in real life. You're not in love with them. No. You're but not. Seems to be no, you're not. Dro- animal lust. No, you're not dropping your pants and willing, willing to have coitus in the first five minutes. It's not, that doesn't happen. There's some other preliminaries
0: they get out of the way. <laughs> but you can find a person attractive at first sight. That's what love at first sight is. Not that attractive. Is. He doesn't even see her again,
1: and then he knows to go to her uh, her quarters, and she's ready
0: for him. Like, what the hell, man? We, we Events have transpired before we get there. No, that's BS. So anyway. No, don't defend that crap. <laughs> Womanizing uh,
1: nonsense. Anyway, okay, yeah. So here we are. Jordy's fixing things. Uh, which he does they do this a good job of like the whole um he is charming in other ways like he's not just charming to women like he he kind of makes these connections with everybody not Mm -hmm. just women which i thought
0: at least there's that um yeah exactly like Akona, despite I believe the best efforts of this writer, is a likable person. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I think that's probably a credit to the actor um, yeah. who uh, you know can really sell this whole like I am bonding with these people. You know,
0: <laughs> like he's talking with Jordy and like they're talking shop kind of stuff, and that's cool. It's uh, his name is William O. Campbell, and he was actually rejected for the role of Riker. What? Yep, he was one of the final nominees to be Riker. Interesting. Look at him. He's tall. He's has Rikerish qualities. Yeah. Um, so, um, I mean, I, I would
1: say, well, it would be nice to have him because I, I would think, okay, before I get into oh, that, I
0: need from to get alcohol, into some. alcohol, he mentions that, uh, you know, he, it's a reference to the poly water thing because he has been drunk before. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, I, I like this. He's like, oh no,
1: I've been taken advantage of. And that wasn't love. <laughs> um, but what I like about this is that he is doing something that. Like everyone assumes that oh you're an android and you're different but what is great is that he is in the foxhole with data trying to figure out kind of what is it that you like he's like no you're really human you know some things let me ask you some questions he doesn't just condescend to him immediately
0: which I like yeah he has an honest rapport with data yeah which is really just a side effect of trying to make him likable yeah sit down Riker take notes (laughs) I'll take it I'll take it I, um, and again, like it sort of, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm always happy when people don't see say data I, like a human. I'm happy when they do. Yeah, I
1: like it when I'm he's like, he's like, okay, look, he's like, I'm not getting anywhere with this. I'm switching the subject. That's a little condescending, but it was okay. He's just kind of like, hey, look, we're not going to get into this again. And then th- we get You're, this shit like, oh, um, I've just seen you in the last.
0: X amount of minutes. You're right. Um, You're right. No time has passed. I misremembered. I thought some time had uh,
1: passed. And she's just waiting for him. Like, she's not even doing her own thing. Like, ugh. What do you mean her own thing? She's just sitting. She's sitting looking at the door until he opens it. Like, she's uh, not he's, just like reading a book. She's not like cleaning the house. She's not doing anything. She's just waiting.
0: Like, what? Oh, the I hell? see how it is for Derek. Derek wants women to be cleaning houses. And no, cleaning I paper.
1: want them to have. An interest in their own environment instead of just waiting to become objects to be used.
0: I mean, fair. I mean, it's not like I've ever waited in my house for someone to get there. But I guess I was using the internet. Yeah, you were doing other
1: things until the knock was at the door. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to go do that thing. But she's like, no, I have no life other than the man that's going to put his dick in me. All right, so here we yeah. have a <laughs> substantive conversation. This. Yeah, that's a little weird look, isn't it? Like, he's just like, mm-hmm. I already
0: have. I'm like, what did you, are you coming on to yeah. me, Wesley? <laughs> Wesley? Wesley has, there's no sexual tension. Of, why are you injecting sexual tension <laughs> into interactions that don't obviously have none? Uh, you know, Rikers, uh, Wesley's talking about how he wants to be a Starfleet officer. That's his whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so this is, uh, for those who may not
1: know, uh, Whoopi Goldberg uh, was a comedian. Um, and then an actress and then a talk show host question mark. Uh, I don't know. Um, she's a member of the view, which is <laughs> <laughs> whatever that means. Uh, but what, what's good is, is that we have, um, like this right here, like she, she's telling a joke, but you can also kind of see like the whoopie Goldbergness uh, of her. If you've watched like any of like her movies or any of that kind of stuff. Um, but what I like to hear is, is that she also is, is kind of helping Data get to this uh, what is funny thing, um, and I like it that Data's so preoccupied with the thing that he tries to deconstruct it, um, and it's hard. It's hard to deconstruct, but he still tries anyway.
0: I I think humor's pretty easy to deconstruct. No, like is this nonsense? <laughs> Listen, Data. Engage <laughs> the response. <laughs> is it serious? Then I'm just gonna laugh. No, but everyone being funny is hard. Well, that's what he's trying to deconstruct. He wants to make others laugh. He wants to be funny. He he should start with knock knock jokes.
1: (laughs) He did basically, like it was like, (laughs) like kind of stand like uh, what is it, lounge lizard type of jokes, which I thought, I you know, to me those are just uh, funny to me. I I, because they're so not funny. Like it's kind of like a, a a hairy dog norm mcdonald kind of appreciation of these jokes
0: yeah i like the computer isn't just like yeah here's the one with four stars on netflix <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: it's like no dig through my queries query me data yes query Ooh, ooh,
0: yes no I like oh i like there's a guy that jokes about quantum mechanics apparently that's his that's all of his <laughs> material <laughs> i really wa- i really wanted to see the quantum mechanics game. <laughs> <laughs> like i was
1: i i had this i'm like oh yes data pick that guy and he does it i'm like what just run up your alley you can, at the very least, make Jordy laugh with any of those jokes. Start small, man.
0: This is uh, this is Joe Piscopo, I think, who I keep calling Howie Mandel.
1: Uh, for some reason, he he kind of had initially. Why does he look at the door? Like he knows anyway. Um, one of the th- uh, he looks a little bit like Hugh Laurie, like at first, and then like the longer he's on stage, I'm like, yeah, no, that's totally not Hugh Laurie.
0: Yeah, he's slightly meatier than Hugh Laurie. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's just like I,
1: at first glance, like if you look at it and look away, you could be forgiven for saying Hugh Laurie until you realize like, you no, know, he's a thick dude, like linebacker, <laughs> not linebacker thick, but like he's.
0: I like, uh, I like some of these examples he gives. Obviously one of them is more timely. The, their yeah. The Chip it doesn't work. yeah. Um, but then data explains it. So that kind of pulls it out.
1: That's the joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I do like the fish thing, uh, uh, and I like how he, in a in a non plus factual manner, he's like I personally find that hilarious. Um, right. And but see here it is like he's trying to figure out what's funny. Um, this comedian is just a program, um, so he's not really going to give data help in the long term. But he gives him kind of some stuff uh, to kind of start with.
0: <laughs> yeah, and again, he Joe, Joe Piscopo is really funny in this. Um. Yeah. No.
1: He's good. Uh, I. I think that's part of the reason why I like this is that he just has some jokes I appreciate. Um. He. He does the Jerry Lewis. Like it's so funny to me that in the '90s, if you ever wanted to, like an example of comedy, everyone goes
0: to Jerry Lewis. Yeah, I've rewatched Animaniacs on Netflix Oh, yeah, a while see back. <laughs> and they make fun of Jerry All Lewis the, like a yes, lot.
1: Yeah, a lot. Yeah, and like this is just so classic stuff. It's just, um. I think Jerry Lewis and Woody Allen are like the two ones that in the 90s, if you need an example of a comedian, that's what you go to.
0: But uh, Jerry Lewis, um, they wanted him for this. They wanted Jerry Lewis for this. Oh, really? So when you say he's the guy you want to go to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally. What um, you know,
1: I, I mean, you know, my, my favorite performance, and I, have, I, don't, I know a lot of Jerry Lewis, but my favorite performance of his was Robin Hood, Men in Tights. And um, it's good. You know, he has like this whole – like annoyed emperor thing and he's kind of clueless and it's funny also i don't know if the word that ends in k if that's like a just of this episode thing or a deeper reference
0: i don't know it just seems funny enough
1: yeah i like that i didn't get your name like he's all in he's all into all of this stuff and he realizes like his first attempt didn't work he's like all right man what's your name again (laughs) (laughs) all right listen here's here's the
0: deal yeah, and he, he goes for the broader uh it's Richard Lewis in Robin Hood Men and Tights. Oh, is it?
1: Oh, I thought it was Richard Jerry Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. Are they brothers? Uh
0: Jerry Lewis is significantly older than Richard Lewis. Okay. Well then my so, bad. Um, I mean not not every Jewish family that took the name Lewis at least. Hey, Liberty don't Island bring race into this. Come on.
1: <laughs> uh so yeah. this is kind of weird. I you could have just faded out. We didn't have to do this, did we? Like, we could have just assumed, because this isn't really funny, and this is really creepy, that face. You could have just said, <laughs> yeah. like, okay, he tells a few jokes, and then you fade away to whatever other thing you're going to do.
0: That was a good transition. It just lingered a little long, yeah. Yeah. I did, I did want to mention, it must be great for Brent Spiner, who's a pretty oh, yeah. talented comedic actor, as I yeah. often say. To work with uh, Joe Piscopo and yeah. uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Oh yeah, for sure.
1: I mean, uh, I, you know, and that's kind of one of the things that I appreciated here is that here you have two. Like, he's a comedic actor. Whoopi Goldberg is a comedian. They're both telling a story that they've heard. they heard a joke. That joke probably a million times. They know where it's going, but they're doing this kind of very meta thing, which is uh, is good. And and Whoopi Goldberg has this ability to have this like. I'm having, I'm having a good conversation with you. Like it, it's a really... I like all the scenes with Whoopi Goldberg and Brent Spiner. Um, I'm a little annoyed by this. He's like, hey, listen, Data, um, report to the bridge. Uh, and so he gets to the bridge and um, he's like, yeah, read out that thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, firstly, hey, you had... To, look, that dude just left. You had someone to do it. So, so apparently that dude jacked up so much. That they're like, get data in here. This dude's a garbage. <laughs> and then none of them know how to do it. Like, so he wasn't on duty because he was dicking around with Whoopi Goldberg. So they brought him up just to read all of this stuff. Like, it just doesn't seem legit to me. He was on his break.
0: It's like Mr. Data on he his break. <laughs> yeah, was on his break. Okay. Like, look, it's, you know, you've been on duty for almost one whole hour. That's grueling. <laughs> Get yourself a coffee or something.
1: Are our, our Starfleet, like, shifts in, like, three hours of button pushing, like, a la the <laughs> No,
0: it's like a four-hour work shift. And then, like, you're, you know, you do that four days a week, and then you're off. You know, it's, yeah. you know, it's chill. It's a pretty chill work environment. Well,
1: I still choose to believe that dude was garbage in Data's seat, and so they just ejected him <laughs> and brought Data back up here. Fair enough. So this is kind of a little, like, stiff-off-her-lip kind of stuff, right? Like, oh, a yellow alert, that's an old regulation. And then he says, uh, well, lowered shields in case we need to surrender then.
0: Yeah, it's a fun little moment. It's it a light is, episode.
1: It, it's fun. I don't know why he growls, but it is fun that, like, listen, we are so not worried about your ship's armaments.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's just the scene. Is like this isn't going to become a physical confrontation. Yeah. We're going to have to deal with this by doing a little bit of acting, a little bit of funny writing or just plain writing, I guess. But I do what happens. Yeah,
1: I I do like how they – I like how he still has to give credit to their ability because he doesn't want to escalate the situation. Like (laughs) at never one point does Picard say, listen – you and I both know that you're not going to fight because you're really just going to kill yourself and your crew. <laughs> and your daughter's yeah. on board with our unborn child. I mean, we all know this. Okay, so let's just drop that firstly.
0: All right. He's a, he's a diplomat. Yeah. Yeah, and he's good. He's good at it. And he, he doesn't need to establish dominance in this situation. Yeah. He just wants to solve the problem. And so here's another thing that
1: bugs me that how Deanna Troy is not, not involved in solving this problem. Like, this is where you use a Betazoid, right? This guy's kind of being, uh, uh, he's being um, evasive. He's like, well, what's he, what do you want for? Like, that's none of your concern. He's like, uh, sir, you know, I think there's something that he's trying to hide because he's embarrassed, maybe. You know, or just whatever. Like, set up the stage for the reveal later. Like, that's what you can use it for. But she just says, oh, he's angry. Like, yeah, no. F-. I mean, that, <laughs> that whole, like,
0: raising his voice thing, we got it. You should probably just make that a no-shit Troy so it can become a cat. <laughs> yeah, no-shit Troy. <laughs> so, uh... I again, love we, Sorry. We like her character, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I just... It, and I think it's because you have a whole bunch of people with no emotional intelligence writing for her.
0: Right. And again, if you could let her do things, it would make it much harder to write these episodes. Yeah. But... She can't be like. I believe he's hiding something just off screen. Yeah. something about she- his family. <laughs> just off. Self- she's up and there it there. is. Sure.
1: Yeah, she like or she she grabs Picard's shoulder right when he does it. He's hiding something up oh, there. It is. Oh damn it! I missed it. <laughs> I need to get quicker. My timing's off. I like that. I, I kind of wanted Data to say like it's a buzzing that sounds like this, <clears throat> like yeah. the Dumb and Dumber joke
0: yeah um, like just super annoying buzzing sound that would have been hilarious <laughs> so it's uh it's suddenly suddenly plot and this is our a plot believe it or not yeah Again. no
1: that's uh that is the surprising thing for sure but i, I guess our our a plot has like a slow burn and it's introduced not with the conflict but with the person that will be in the center
0: of the conflict Right, and it's good that we've learned so much about him that figures into this conflict, yeah, he needs to put his dick in something at least every hour it seems it seems that way, yeah, I was being sarcastic, but you are right, and <laughs> his philandering tendencies are well established <laughs> uh and it uh, makes you immediately believe one of the things that this story lies to us about,
1: yeah, um, which is kind of interesting, uh because I expected him to go just full on. Like, he's like, hey, just let me leave. And then he yeah. leaves, and then they get blown up, and they're like, ah, oh, well, he made his own decisions. It's important to do those things. Be sad, Wesley, well, I'm sad. Guard, okay. And then that was the end. Yeah. I, I really thought that's where they were going.
0: Yeah. Uh, that it, have, it would have a downer ending. Yeah. Thinking. Yeah. Uh, it almost does. And, I, you know, it gives us that as well. Um, I just... There are some good things about this episode buried under, like, all of the loose, uncongealed fluff. Yeah, I mean. prefer my fluff congealed.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, there is, uh, I love this walk. <laughs> like, he's like, yeah,
0: I am going to roughhouse this dude so hard. <laughs> I didn't tell you this, but that little <laughs> circle on the top of my sash, it's a cock blocking. Award. <laughs> I've
1: gotten a badge, sir, a badge. And now he's obviously in a different room because they said, hey, look. He's been in three different crew quarters since whatever. And she's just disinterested. Like, come on, let's let's keep making out. And he says now, and they don't stop. Now, you have to be pretty stern in your sexual attraction to not just have the mood immediately killed by Klingon yelling now.
0: <laughs> exactly. I mean, and that's ostensibly Worf is in charge of security on this ship. Under yeah. command of the captain, and I she mean, probably works here. I would have, unless she's someone's wife. Yeah, no, right? Like Yeah, I'm only like, here because my husband's husband's a, an engineering yeah. lieutenant. She's or like, maybe like know, he just, died. We have an understanding. Just, yeah, we have an understanding. <laughs> we have an open but, relationship.
1: I really kind of wanted him to walk in there, and when he says now, to literally I mean, grab you him can by get the out scrub. Of the closet now. <laughs> grab. <Sorry. laughs> he's, he's- is he in a superman costume <laughs> anyway we'll never
0: know <laughs> Worf. we'll never know i really Worf.
1: wanted him to grab him by the scruff of his neck and just like throw him out it's like come on and like he's like hey come on he just like keeps pushing him like that would have been a great scene because it opens so strongly and then it just kind hmm. of look at this he's like ugh, ugh, i gotta do this
0: but instead we've got this scene where he goes to tour to- with Worf, and it's like look he can be charming and all these other he doesn't need to be like a badass? Is that what you were trying to sell us two minutes yeah, ago? Yeah, like we don't that need that. A badass? And he can just be enduring. He can just endure Worf's
1: aggression without be, like being nonplussed. Like that would be totally fine. totally fine. That's in
0: the character of a rogue to be rough housed Like, hey guys, come on, we don't have to do this. Like that That's would have been perfect. When when rogues are cornered by authority figures. You know that's what they do. They're like, whoop! I give up now. Yeah, run, yeah, run. exactly. They, wait, try, they try to keep the con going and look
1: for an opportunity to leave. Like, so him was, going toe to toe is just goofy. We kind of talked over the point where Picard's like, "Fuck you, like if you want." <laughs> just. <laughs> I also like, and here's another thing. Like, they keep setting up Troy and then just not giving her any lines, and that's I so know, frustrating right? because he's like, "Hey, listen, can you tell us why Demon doesn't like you?" He's like, "Uh, I can't." And Troy's like lying. <laughs> he's like and he's like, thank you, Troy. Uh so um you know, this guy from, from Star Lab or whatever the hell it is. Can you tell us why he's mad at you? I don't know, I I I don't know. Lying. <laughs> you know, I mean basically what I'm saying is at the very least make Troy a lying cat, lying cat a la saga.
0: Yeah, I would I would be interested in seeing a cut of Star Trek the next generation where Troy is entirely replaced with a lying cat. <laughs> I Can you imagine we've... the child? I don't know. Yeah. And she's like, ah, my son is lying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would love, I would
1: actually take, totally take a Star Trek spinoff where it's this dude and a lying cat and they just go around doing cargo things.
0: That, that is like one third of saga. Yeah. Okay. True.
1: But I mean, he's not an assassin. He's just kind of like a business dude. <laughs> true enough. It's basically I mean, like if, if the, what is it? Is it the brand? Forgot his. I forgot the. the I think name. it is
0: the brand. Yeah, uh, if the it,
1: brand yeah. was instead of being an assassin, he was like Attilicus from Xena. That would be perfect. Yes.
0: Attilicus, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so an apt comparison. He doesn't quite have Bruce Campbell's charisma. Yeah, triceps, yeah, no. Bruce cool, Campbell man. is. Oh, he's a treasure. I love him. Yeah. I didn't know they could say bastard in 1988 television.
1: Yeah, it's, well, yeah, and also, like, Starfleet's like, what? What's a bastard? Data? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, so, yeah, he, I mean, he's been putting his dick in women since he got here. I don't get it. Like, <laughs> you didn't know
0: that he would do this? Do you guys not have protection? Akona, do you not have protection <laughs> if people not use? Get off my ship. <laughs> yeah. I have very few rules. Do aboard you have ship.
1: space herpes? Get off of my ship. Akona! I'll not have your filth aboard. Look at this. So they we're d- dealing with and code <laughs> involving procreation. Damn straight? <laughs> Gee, no shotgun shit weddings possession Troy. Of women.
0: No shit, Troy. Well, in 1988 that was slightly more revolutionary. Okay. So. I don't I don't know if these guys are presidents or kings. They're probably kings. I mean, yeah. we're ripping off Shakespeare hard enough. We understand their nobility of some kind. Why this man wants you? Nope, I can't. Lying! <laughs>
1: Come on, Troy. I was just talking. Give her a line, you
0: jerks. Ah. <laughs> oh. Wait. Was one of those crew quarters, Troy's? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe she's like, yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Fine. I I won't tell him about all the things I happen to know because we've had sex. And <laughs>
0: but just you know, make it quick. All right. <laughs> oh, hey. She want a quick. I I have not. I don't know firsthand, but I have reputable secondhand <laughs> information that women prefer slowness doing it, <laughs>
1: uh, it depends um, the so this is I, this is the first time I kind of noticed well I know saying it this kind of go round but I didn't realize um, that look like how the like right here so how the two children are kind of looking away looking down et cetera they're very uncomfortable with this I didn't yeah. notice that until he says, Dad, come on' And then, then you start kind of looking at him, and I didn't think to look at the daughter, but they're both kind of in that spot. And so a second watch-through makes that super apparent. It would have been nice to kind of call it out in some manner to give a little bit more foreshadowing. But, I mean, it didn't
0: really have to be. I don't think it has to be. I think it's just fine the way it was played. and. Akona to his credit is also apparently honorable and a rapscallion, where he won't just like, no, uh, yeah, the honorable turn thief. Him out. Oh yeah, no, that's totally a trope. I guess. Oh no, I there's just... no.
1: I guess. <laughs> I would say if you give me five minutes, I can find some examples.
0: Well,
1: or we really, go I just
0: I really just have to go to TV tropes. Anyway, <laughs> so, <Duh. laughs> fair enough. I don't know. I I. I It didn't click for me until I was reading up on this episode, and someone was like, Yeah, no, this is fan fiction, and he's a Mary Sue. <laughs> you see, he touches the the egg. Yeah, I yeah. The fuck, it is. Wait, what do you um, mean that he's a Mary Sue? He's a Mary Sue. Everyone likes him. He comes on board the ship, and he's an interesting character that shakes things up. Oh, yeah. Like, he's charming, and he's willing to fight with Worf, and he's honest. Yeah. Oh, okay, um, yeah. He has he all, the all the good things and none of the bad things, yeah exactly he's a he's a projection of the writer's best self
1: oh yeah i'm not i'm not very i know we've talked about mary sees before i just not as familiar with him as you are um yeah i do like how they're kind of trying to hash this out and it's really surprising to me that picard's like oh i see you've touched your jacket so give me the (laughs) bristle."
0: like how does he not notice that yeah he's a captain he's not you know into stealing things well,
1: okay if you're a captain that means you've commanded uh, at least uh a non-trivial amount of the like snot-nosed ensigns and so you yeah. have to be able to realize like when an ensign is trying to get up on you so i feel like there's some skills here that would you know that would look at these uniforms
0: there's no pockets <laughs> <laughs> he hides he he things in different places the nerve <laughs> wait you have a flap of fabric inside your shirt that lets you just hold things without your hands (laughs) that is witchcraft that's amazing (laughs) get
1: this man off my ship he's a witch
0: um
1: so this is also kind of interesting so we have wesley in a social situation that isn't like he isn't the oh gee willikers why are you so difficult but he's also not, uh, like, this kind of knowing sage. He's, like, in the middle. Like, he asks these poignant questions or that has this poignant conversation that gets the dude to realize the thing, um, which makes me like Wesley a little bit more.
0: It's good. Yeah. He, I mean, he is learning a valuable life lesson. But he's doing it from someone who has a very different lifestyle and outlook than the rest of the crew.
1: Yeah. I kind of would have liked this to have, A, like this dude to be a little bit more characterful. B, have um, this be a two-part series and then C, um, in addition to the very long kind of comedy plot which i do like i kind of would have liked to see kind of wesley in this whole comparing trying to figure out why he lives this way because he's already chosen at a young age to be uh, part of starfleet and then yeah. d long con he actually doesn't choose to be star of starfleet he chooses something else similar but different
0: yeah, the inevitability of Wesley choosing Starfleet, like it gives you some stories and it takes some stories away. I mean, I, I would love
1: it. I would love it. I mean, it's totally fine that he chooses it early on, but I mean, usually it's very rare for a person to choose a thing when they're young and to maintain and do that thing and die
0: and retire, always doing the thing that they wanted to do when they were a kid. That's That's changed over time. I mean, I'm not talking about the entire life course. It's very hard to retire from things these days. Well, and I think people who, who tend to choose something early and stick with it tend to do better over time.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, I mean that's true, but that is that's rare. Like for someone to do a thing and be happy with it and just know, call their shot at like age whatever Wesley is and to be still accurate at age sixty, uh, that's a rare thing. And rare. Uh, I mean, just the joke about majors—how your first major is never your right one. I mean, that's yeah. it's a it's a it's why you know that happens is because it's hard to figure out what your purpose is yeah oh really so. you want troy to do what pray tell
0: <laughs> she'll <we> get drinks
1: <laughs> she'll get drinks get us coffee troy you sure you, you don't want me to help? lime did you in your water <laughs>
0: no no we didn't we didn't
1: want lime uh yeah so this was kind of i didn't expect this i didn't expect the whole like listen bring everyone on board i'm going to a conference i'm getting this resolved uh, I kind of mm. thought it was, it was really, that's the first loop it threw me was just this kind of, uh, I didn't notice that look. It's a good,
0: um, hey, look, man, one lesson of, of writing thing is just get all your actors in one spot and just, just get them all in one spot. Get yeah. Them all together. Yeah. Back back.
1: Yeah. Just get them together. I, re- I mean, I really thought it was just going to be, all right, man, get in your ship. Go. We'll try to give you a head start. <laughs> like, that <laughs> that be- would have been great.
0: I mean, great. It's counterintuitive, but getting eight actors in a room together can solve problems
1: on Yeah, game. oh yeah. Yeah, eight people. Um I, I, I like how they just kind of I like how he invokes the ancient rites of I called dibs I was here first. <laughs> I'm like, oh, an wow. ancient st- people say that Dibs doesn't last, but it really does. It just changes
0: <laughs> names. It does. It does indeed. It's like Okona. I don't know if anybody wants to talk to so, you. So
1: but that's interesting, right? What he he's a foil for their children. He's like, yeah. Everyone's talking about me. No one's talking to me. And that's when you realize that this is about the kids, is because right. that's exactly how each of their parents are treating them. Yeah. Um, and and I, I, I thought that was clever. That was a clever line,
0: surprisingly written. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? This episode merges onto to watchworthy competence on occasion. I know.
1: Like, I, I, I'm with you. I think there's a lot of good meat and even some bone, uh, some good bones and even some meat here. Um, yeah. but it just is kind of slipshod. Like they just kind of threw a, a good bit of this stuff into an episode and just because they're good ideas, something okay, kind of gets close. To... Yeah.
0: Like you yeah. tried, lady. You tried. Yeah. You tried. It's... You did bad, though. Yeah. You did real bad.
1: I kind of want, I would like Terry Hatcher and her to be reversed. Like her to be the, um, the person that beams him up and then Terry Hatcher to be like the pregnant lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because I think Terry Hatcher could have nailed it.
0: Yeah, she's probably a better actor. But maybe maybe this is the path that put Terry Hatcher on the road to hits like Brain Crusher, A Love Story. It made her into the Terry Hatcher we know today.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you never know, I guess. Um, so can, you Yanar, know, then. Totally different timeline. So we realized that this is kind of like a Romeo-Juliet thing if Romeo would have like uh, impregnated Juliet. <laughs> and <laughs> and the, the, the family would have had no hope. And what's kind of interesting here is that the – I still don't understand this, but maybe I'm just not in this point in my life. But there is some sort of drive at, as you get you – know, really, Troy, is that what we're seeing? Ugh. Um, there's some sort of drive as you get older to want grandkids. And that, that wanting grandkids drive trumps a lot of stuff I'm coming to learn.
0: Um, I think Romeo and Juliet, alternate universe, nobody dies ending original character i think those are the hashes in fanfiction.net for this story <laughs> i <laughs> mean that, that, that that's legit i'll buy that I'm for a dollar for sure S- space au space, space a. A. anyway uh, <laughs> and so, so this was kind
1: of interesting yeah i don't marry anyone she's like i'm just and then we just jump to this joke stuff which is uh it kind of it definitely gives the proper undercurrent to like this squabble right because I yeah mean, this really isn't that important
0: yeah, in that it doesn't connect with anything else in this episode. Like, this is like a Simpsons episode where, yeah. like, it begins with one thing and it ends up being a completely different thing. Right. It's like, Data, hold this guy's broken piece of thing. And then, like, he ends up in doing a stand-up comedy episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was kind of um, surprising. And I kind of wanted, like like, a self-aware hologram where when he gets like the programmed audience and they just laugh at everything yeah. that that would have been the doing of like this hologram agent. And there would be like a little kind of tit for tat between him and data, as I opposed passed. to just data making him not exist. <laughs> which <laughs> which I mean was pretty cold blooded, but still
0: <laughs> cold as hell, man. Let's, let's talk through it though. Let's talk through it. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, these scenes it's just it's it's like a Rorschach test, but Half, half of the pictures are just porn. Like, you're like, okay, that one's a butterfly. Okay, that's obviously from, you know, Backdoor Bandit 7. Okay, this one is a train. All right, <laughs> that's more porn. Like, it's just back and forth. It's just back. It's just slides of completely dis, dis, uh, discordant things back yes. and forth. I mean, this is interesting, too. Like, who knew that Okona was also marriage counselor?
1: <laughs> like, he's just captain, um, cargo uh, handler uh rogue lovable rogue marriage mm. counselor i mean yeah. what was that that was like the whole chin thing like maybe not today
0: maybe not tomorrow but you gotta have that marriage kid i don't know why not why not rip <laughs> off one more thing yeah all right so i just uh i'm just so glad that this that this plot has been resolved I'm I'm so glad it's ending. I'm glad all of this is ending. <laughs> all of these things have been resolved.
1: Yeah, I, I I'm surprised that Picard has had this much tolerance. Like he's just, uh, and Troy does that
0: womanly like, oh, that's so cute. He's and like kind of smile because he doesn't need to be here. Picard doesn't need to be here. Yeah, Troy needs to be managing all of this. This yeah. this could be delegated. Oh yeah, totally. So. It's like, use your optimism. emotional
1: things to make this emotional problem go away. And here we go now. We, now they're angling for the grandkid. Where does the grandkid <laughs> live?
0: I just um, I don't know. I don't buy the grandkid thing. I think just it's a desire for parents to want their kids to be stable. And a no, kid will do that. No, it'll no, take it's, the wind out of your sails. No, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh boy, will it? Um, yeah. You know the but I know it's it, it's a thing totally because uh, grandparents are. Basically, get to have all the good parts of child-rearing and none of the bad parts. Mostly. It's, it's a thing. It's tr- the thing. That's... Trust me on this. Oh. Right. Ah. So, this is kind of good. Uh, you have two comedians, like, ushering Brent Spiner into being a bad comedian.
0: <laughs> it just... Like, there, there's just no work here. Like, it's the laziest way that a person could be... This is also <laughs> a lesson in not to do things half-assed. Not to try to take shortcuts... Now just try to you can't flip to the last spell of the spell book and cast it. That's what Data's trying to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, he's not um, building to, an audience. Right. He's
0: not learning the lessons. He's not watching different comedians try different things. He's just like I'm just going to copy the best guy. Yeah. And that would be and, great.
1: and see, here's what's kind of interesting to me, and I guess it's just because most writers don't like math. But if you had a character like Data, then Data, it's not unreasonable to uh, assume that data is really good at statistics like information gathering and finding patterns in that data and so he can take all of the times in which he has said a thing and people have laughed and start coming up with jokes that he know are winners that's that's what comedians do Um, and he can slowly develop this comedy, but I have a suspicion that he will always want to be funny. He will always not be funny. And that's just going to be a
0: thing. Yeah. Uh, basically what I don't like is that the pork chop thing, like if he'd done something data, like to break the flow of the comedy and then therefore to realize what was happening, I would be happier with this plot as it is. Like, it's just badly programmed. Yeah, so like the thumbs up should have been the thing, right? Where he thinks it's going well, and then he does the thumbs up, and then he realizes it.
1: I mean, I thought that's what it was, but I just don't know why it keeps going. Yeah, um, I guess he just needs more data points uh-huh, to, to like really like make the assumption. I see. Yeah, he doesn't even like. Why, yes. Joe? Why would you do this to me? I thought we was boys. <laughs> <laughs> he just says discontinued comics. Like, damn, that's cold.
0: Yeah. So then he kind of explains it to us, which is great. You know, he learned something. And Guy is yeah. like, no, nah, you should just quit. Yeah, and I'll... You should, you should <laughs> yeah. stop forever.
1: Yeah, I just don't ever do it. Um, I don't think he said stop, though. You know, I think that um, one of the things that she noticed, and maybe this is just me here, um, but one of the things that she noticed is, is that Data does make people laugh. He just doesn't know why. And yeah. what she's trying to get him to do is to stop focusing on it. Like yeah. instead of trying to be funny, just be you and recognize when you're funny, appreciate that, and let it go. Um, yeah,
0: fair enough. Data's trying too hard.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and you know, which is and
0: with that, Riker disengaged a small part of his heart. <laughs> look at this. Look at that. So look. You're right. Yeah,
1: he's all like, ugh.
0: Uh, Here's looking at you, kid. Yeah,
1: yeah huh <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. And I do like how he like tries to like. Oh man, I gotta follow
0: up with something. Assessing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of funny. It's uh, it's so weird that you know the breakup of Jerry Lewis in 1932. Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin, right? Yeah. Uh, I and mean, they were both more popular after they split up. Okay. But, interesting. Um, Still, I mean, you're talking movies that are ten or twenty years old, right? A history that that stretches back as far removed from now as TNG is from today. Yeah, it's hard to think of it. Time, yeah. years. Yeah, T- time years That's are rough. True. Yeah, time years are super rough. So yeah, that was outrageous to Kona. I'm glad that we liked it better than any other two people who would have watched this episode. <laughs> I mean,
1: I, you know, and and my final thoughts on this are, are essentially that there's some good stuff there. Uh, it, it, it isn't really tied together. It's just kind of thrown in the pot and it simmers. And um, they just kind of lucked out. Um, and I think part of that luck is just having some good actors and actresses as well kind of bringing things, bring kind of the humanity to some of these scenes that were just slap shodly put together um, yeah. but there was also some crap, and uh you know if this was better crafted, I wouldn't have had to deal with that
0: yeah i uh it was good it was not great I yeah mean, it just I generally had a positive experience, even if it was objectively not great
1: yeah no, no I'm with you I'm with you on that I, I found things to like about it. Um, all right, next week. Yep.
0: Loud as a whisper.
1: Loud as a whisper. Oh, it's clever playing a word. So we, um, we get our boobless uh, teleporter operator back. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> uh, uh, we also have uh, Worf, Riker, Picard, and Troy, um, who I assume has no lines. And they're all talking about something. Um, Picard's talking to Worf and Riker's listening Uh, looks like they're strategizing the men are strategizing about a thing Um, and this is what we get from Netflix the crew ferries a deaf telepathic mediator to Solaris 5 to negotiate an end to a civil war Um, so maybe he's just prepping them he's like hey look listen don't do these things that sets the the telepathic mediator off and she just starts killing everybody I don't know (laughs) uh it's like scanners yeah, kind of like a, it's, it's i mean of... i i kind of i you know to me what i think is funny and this is just my own brand of humor i would have loved the telepathic mediator to be just the best in the galaxy but just has the one character flaw of anytime he or she hears a violin playing they just go into a murderous rage <laughs> you know yeah, i mean okay. everything has a cost you <laughs> can't be the best at something without Hiding something
0: horrible. I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> so hopefully I'll have more options whenever we watch As Loud as a Whisper next week. Till then, remember, remember Randy. Hey, I'll make this less than 60 seconds because no one likes credits. Star Trek is owned by CBS Television Studios and Paramount Pictures. We're watching this on Netflix streaming, talking over Skype, and recording our conversation with Alamoto Call Recorder. All editing is done with Audacity, the free audio editor and recorder, and our files are hosted on vanvelding.com. With DreamPress hosting, run with WordPress. Thank you, and remember in.